0: This video is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, Reject Nation. Well, thank you again to our sponsors for this video. That really does help support the channel a lot. If you go ahead, check them out. Let them know sent you by clicking the links. And if you're listening to this Apple Spotify, we just watched Wonka, yeah. the uh, dark reboot <laughs> of the original, where it all began. Wonka Begins is what they call yeah, it. A gritty origin story. John... Yes. Please. What did you think?
1: I enjoyed this movie overall, I would say, quite quite a, a good amount. I thought this was rather lovely. I was trepidatious a little bit, you know? I, uh, like the song. Yeah, absolutely. A little trepidation going in, because obviously the legacy of the books, the legacy of the Gene Wilder movie... The GOAT status of Johnny Depp. Uh, You know, there's just a lot of baggage going into something like this, and it's hard to capture true magic a second time. And while this might not be, like, you know, a classic in the same way, um, you know, this worked past a good amount of any, like, you know, preliminary cynicism or skepticism I might have had. Like, there are ways in which at times, yeah, like, there are moments where you're like, oh, like, I can feel them reaching for the weird... A good amount of time, like, I thought they got to the weird and the whimsy and stuff like that. Like, it could be weirder in some aspects, it could be more whimsical, but I think we had a very similar experience in that the more it went on, the more I was just kind of, you know, swallowed up in its good nature and its fun and its hijinks and, I mean, you know, coming from... Having seen the two Paddington movies, I a hundred percent understand why they got Paul King to do this because this does feel very Paddington esque in terms of what the adventure is, how it is cast. Uh, you know, having these notable actors you know show up to be these bumbling villains and stuff like that, and the kind of you know uh, sweet and and compassionate wrap ups that a lot of things get. Um, so yeah, like not maybe like a slam slam dunk, but I came out of or at least I'm sitting here now in the afterglow, quite, uh, quite satisfied and, uh, feeling rather, you know, uplifted and light, you know, like in terms of, of a singing voice, you know, I feel like a lot of people like Timothy Chalamet, I think does a, a fine job, a nice job, you know, with the songs, uh, and being that it's a movie, like I'm cool with that. Uh, you know, if this was like broadway i would have like a greater set of demands for what the vocals have to be but uh but yeah for what this is and for everybody they got together and the charisma of the cast i quite enjoyed myself what did you think sir
0: i am of similar mind i suppose yeah <laughs> i heard i i heard that people like love this movie before watching it i didn't really hear much of the uh negativity around like the and uh, not the negativity but the mixed bag side of things i, I heard would say. an equal amount
1: of the, like i heard yeah. just as many people say
0: like i was surprised at how much i love this and then
1: other people be like eh, it's a cynical kind of rehash it's a bunch of the same stuff and you won't remember the music in a day and a half you know it's like i heard a good amount of both
0: i think as a family as a family movie mm-hmm. it is a really solid family movie it's a really solid good time and I think that it it sort of reminds me of that time when Disney was doing, like, live-action sequels, even though it's not a sequel, it's a prequel, uh, but live-action sequels to, like, the Mary Poppins movie and the Christopher yeah, Robin. Definitely. Where they're like, greed is bad, you know? Yes. <laughs> that's, like, the message. That's the message of this movie in a lot of ways, too. Sure. Greed is bad, <laughs> you know? And... I, I love that message from any movie studio with any of their movies when especially a, a
1: studio like WB yeah <laughs> with their That's recent practices. any, any
0: <laughs> big movie studio that wants to tell <laughs> me that I, I love love hearing it from yeah. them yeah. Ru is bad and I hope this movie made serious profit off of it and paid people the minimum we needed to pay them <laughs> in order to get it done uh, and, but but the voice behind this one I prefer over those movies uh, like there there was more I thought it was fun. And it grew on me as it went. In the first like twenty to thirty minutes, I, I did. I was questioning, like, am I really going to enjoy this movie? Hmm. Like, and, and weirdly, it wasn't really the musical numbers or anything of that nature. It was more when there was just scenes and there was this heavy amount of instrumental music that I thought was kind of in contradiction with the editing and pacing uh, and the like, just the overall direction. I thought like the music was kind of the instrumentals during scene work were we're feeling forced to the point where i was like the music is really trying to tell me how to feel about this but it's not quite lining up with the way this movie is actually being edited so it felt like in contradiction with itself and maybe it's just something that like my brain would subjectively latch onto that your average movie going audience would not really give a shit about but i gave a shit about it Mm. and uh as it went, it was around the musical number of the three bad guys, the Chocolate Cartel, and and Keegan Michael Key, when things started to jive better for me. I started to really vibe with the film itself, and and uh, you know Willy Wonka and the little girl no, noodles. Noodle. <laughs> noodle, noodle, uh, noodle, yeah, the, the and it would noodle. And like their chemistry, I thought was really good. And it, and it wasn't like a wink at the audience of, hey, Willy Wonka, and an orphan, uh, uh, yeah. even though that's I'm sure what the inception was of that, like pair him up with an orphan, you know, mm. uh, and uh, who probably has greater keys to a bigger fortune. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I, I really, I really liked their chemistry a lot. And the fact that they really made her more of the heart, like her stories, more of the heart again kind of doing a a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kind of story, but without doing a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kind of story. Yeah. And, you know, the exploration of London I thought was fun. Although they made London feel kind of small. Like, it was kind of like a a small little, like, town square, you know? Mm -hmm. know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you spend time in, like, one central area. It feels like when you go to Harry Potter land at Universal Studios. Yeah. Like, it's not a (laughs) real land. It's like, this is a little... little shopping center (laughs) in those few scenes where they
1: cut to that wide shot of the coast you realize like oh that's right we're in like a whole country here whereas yeah we mostly spend time in the wash house in like the you know shopping square of the you know grand gourmet or whatever that thing is called and then the cathedral and then when they go to the library at the end i was like oh
0: oh there are like other places around (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I had a, I had difficulty getting on board with uh, Timothy Chalamet's, and to, like I haven't seen too many Timothy Chalamet movies. I've seen like Call Me by Your Name, seen his work on SNL, and uh, that counts as a movie. I mean, it's it's a performance. And yeah, what's the other one? Dude, There's definitely stuff. Amid, Lady Bird. Blah blah blah. Listen, list. I I haven't seen like a lot of his other movies, um, and I'm not like a Timothy Chalamet. Hater and I liked him in everything I've seen him in, and, and and I've only seen I saw Charlie and Chocolate Factory when it came out, the giant depth one, I saw it when it came out. Don't really remember it, um, and then I saw Willy Wonka so much to the point that I wasn't sure how, what the beats were when I when I watched it. And I really loved that Willy Wonka movie, mm-hmm. and and I knew I knew you can't go in expecting that or or, or something <laughs> of that kind. And uh, so I was really I was I was really open minded going into this. But, it, but there was something about timothy chalamet in the beginning that was really challenging for me where i thought some of his scene work was really good but it was when he was kind of going for like the bigger more eccentric uh, emotions when he kind of go loud right i felt like he was trying to hit notes i don't mean that in a singing musical sense i mean yeah, just in a performative yeah, yeah. sense he would try to hit notes and it, it felt like he was acting but i kind of felt that way about the whole movie at that, uh, at that—not at, the whole movie, but like by that point in the film, within that first half hour, the whole movie was sort of acting. That it was trying to be, you know, uh, we need to be weird. So let's just go like let's let's do weird things. But it, it, it never but it seemed, it, like, seemed like it was coming from the heart. Yeah, <laughs> to do weird, wild, and whimsical,
1: I think you need to embrace, like, a, a spirit and, a, and like, a physical rhythm of the movie that a movie in this position doesn't have the time to embody. Because you got to, like kind of luxuriate and let those things unfold whereas this movie has to move and it's like two hours long, which it doesn't it didn't really like drag or feel over long to me. yeah but, but at the same time, yeah, it's gotta keep things moving and it's gotta kind of move at a clockwork. I think there is I think that's kind of the essence of the Wonka aesthetic, but also the trickiness to nail is you have to make it move like clockwork, but you also have to like allow yourself to lean into the weirdness and like let that guide the pace and the tone sometimes. And there are times when I don't think they could fully do that. No. And with Timothy Chalamet, yeah, it's like, I, I liked his performance and I thought he was quite charming. He like, he, he won me over with his general charisma. And it's like, I, I, it I thought
0: he got stronger as he went. It was after, it was literally like probably after the half hour mark. Where yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm, I, I am on board for this guy. Yeah. And I kept getting this feeling of like,
1: you know, Oh, okay. This is, this is, I almost felt like I was watching like some Broadway show where it's like you're seeing a different cast and like, oh, this guy's stepping into the lead role now. How's he do? And 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 I thought that it's, it's, yeah, it's that odd thing of I don't fully get the complete range of that, you know, whoever you want to compare to. But, you know, just like that general, like, this guy's kooky and whimsy. Like, that definitely took a while to build up for me. And I think there were times where it did achieve that. His performance did achieve that. But it's uh, not... Uh, like i don't know when you're watching not to i'm not going to hold him up to gene wilder too much because a lot here worked for me and i and he charmed me certainly uh but but yeah it's like there's a when you're watching gene wilder there's like a magic where you're like this guy just like is this guy versus like yeah i'm watching timothy chalamet jump into a role that's a little broader than i'm used to seeing him and that's fun and i like the moments where he achieves it but he's not always like I'm like, oh man, this unlocked like a whole new realm of his talent that I can't wait to see more. Like, you know, I would, ha- I'd be happy for
0: him to take weird, more weird roles, but it wasn't like the revelation of like,
1: oh man, he had all this craziness inside of him. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the Willy Wonka at that point in that movie is is, is a seasoned Willy Wonka. He's also a lot more, there's uh, a lot more destitute to the guy. He's 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 isolated. Yeah, like no one's like seen or heard from him in years you know yeah is is and it's more of a mysterious allure he doesn't come to the film till way later so the direction and approach to storytelling for that story of willy wonka lends itself to a different type of perspective the audience will have of him mm-hmm. you know and more to play into where it's like we're starting this off with willy wonka so we got to make him more relatable we got to make him a little bit more leading man classic in a way and a, a little true. bit more safe. I think this movie plays it safe. It's a really safe film, and like I said, it's like a family film. It's fun. There's musical numbers that, yeah, I'm probably not really gonna remember. But when they're when they're playing out, yeah. I think it's enjoyable. I think the musical numbers are very enjoyable. I think uh, the Keegan Michael Key bit of him getting fatter is really funny, actually. Yeah. And I, like a- I think the whole supporting cast is really strong. Uh, lush production designs uh, throughout. Very much. Um, like I, you could feel like the, the aesthetics to this, they had a lot of fun piecing all this together, mm-hmm. and overall, it is an enjoyable uh, experience. Uh, and I, I wouldn't quite categorize it as like a very moving film for me, other than it always had a fun, entertainment, enjoyable time. It's very uh, sweet. Yeah, no, it's like a sweet family film, but yet. Um, you know, the only thing I would say, as I'm trying to like not compare it, mm-hmm. because I I know what that door opens up, because <laughs> then it automatically makes people think that all I was doing was comparing it when I really didn't even have the other movie on my mind the entire time. No, it just it's like that's just the easiest thing to kind of use as an example of how they made it work because they're trying to uh, ultimately achieve similar emotional responses mm. that the original I would say, I don't know, I haven't read the books. So the original movie at least was trying to have you achieve. So sometimes my brain when talking about it might go to what that original film did that I thought they succeeded at where they didn't. And here's where the breaking nexus point for me, I think really is, <laughs> is that as much production design went into this, as great as the costumes were, I felt like this was artificial the whole time sure. whereas I thought like they captured there's even though the other one is really fantastical I f- believed it. <laughs> it was tangible. It's an older film so it's like much older and they yeah. had to build so much. Yeah, whereas here I I I did it, it's not like disingenuous? Like it, the movie's heart is in the right place the whole time. I think, mm-hmm. and its intent and motives I think are all in the right place. Um, and like I, I I would not call this movie insincere. I wouldn't say that. Sure. I would say that its effort is more at the forefront <laughs> than its than uh, its ex where they wanted to to land, you know? Yeah. Like you could feel kind of them trying. And the other one, uh, I, I was, I thought like, weirdly didn't feel like artificial to me at all. Like it didn't feel fake to me. I'm not talking just at the chocolate, like the world of it felt real from the first half with this world that like, is like, who's Willy Wonka? And the London that it inhabits, all that felt as as fantastical as it is and as weird as it is when they're like all these people are sleeping in the bed like look how freaking poor we are <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> the, I, I was tangible and to me i didn't feel that it was tangible i was aware that it was a uh i could see all that they, they were doing you know and, yeah you uh, can
1: see the the big, shiny Hollywood production-ness and the beats we got to move to to keep this on, you know, a test audience quota.
0: (laughs) To boil it down, it weirdly did not feel lived in despite all of its efforts to achieve that. And that was the barrier that it held for me to truly feel connected to it in spite of the fact that I know that I had a really fun time watching it and that I could appreciate everything that was here. yeah. Uh, there was a, an element where I did not fully. It's like going on a date, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're a really nice person, <laughs> and I really, I really like you, really cool, like you but... and we could be friends, but I don't think we have the chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure. that, that's how I sure. felt with this movie. <laughs> was yeah. like I had a really nice time getting to know you, but I don't think we're going to see each other again.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I enjoyed my time here. This was very pleasant, yeah. but I'm not moved in the way I would like to be. Yeah, and, I, don't, I don't feel the sparks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I can sort of see that because, like, beyond the vibe, because, you know, like, Roald Dahl isn't necessarily, and I think the, or, the original Gene Wilder movie certainly encompasses this. The Johnny Depp one very much leans into the fact that, you know...
0: Uh, what, I've, what I've heard, if, if I can just try to make a quick <laughs> assessment, what, what I've heard... Sorry to cut you off, is, is that um, the, the Tim Burton one is more faithful outside of Johnny Depp. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Whereas, uh, and, and I feel like Gene Wilder was probably closer to how Wonka is in in at least my recollection of the book, because he does have this.
0: D- Here it's dark and weird and twisted. Yeah, yeah, Roald
1: Dahl's writing is wry and twisted and, yeah. and, you know, heartfelt at times and fun at times and, and whimsical in its own way. So like this certainly encompasses some of that. But I, I would agree. And I think that's the troublesome thing about about like a Mary Poppins 2 or coming back back to something like this is that you know you have to aim for greatness even if you're not being as presumptuous as to assume that you will achieve it and so yeah if you look at that original wonka movie you have just a more palpable sense of like it'll it tugs your heartstrings at times and then when you get the real catharsis by the end you know like it is cathartic and there is like heart swell there and the stuff that's twisted like is actually pretty twisted and that whole like tunnel scene is kind of scary and weird and so yeah it's like the movie this movie I feel like flirts with all those tones to some degree or another doesn't really ever go to an extent that's fully kind of down one of those rabbit holes perhaps suffice or save like the more heartfelt elements but I, I guess I would agree is like despite the fact that they have all the means to do the craziest, most imaginative stuff with this, uh, I think that the movie magic is a bit muddled in the fact that, yeah, there's certain things you can only do with CGI, but a lot of the stuff that they're trying to do here, you could do with sets with real chocolate if they wanted to. And so I feel like there is an element of movie magic that that first film has that they might've done better to incorporate a bit more of here because it is a story about believing in magic partly. And, you know, there are already like whimsical chocolates that, do slightly more directly magical things <laughs> than are presented in the, uh, in my recollection of the original story, than are presented in the movie. You get that one bit where they're like flying up and they have to burp their way down. But even that in that movie feels a bit more grounded than it does here. And so, yeah, I feel like that doesn't hurt because, again, there's great design work, but knowing that it's all CG. It just kind of, yeah, there's something that doesn't click as, you know, uh, cannily about the movie magic of that.
0: Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this video. I've literally just finished a therapy session, and I wanted to shoot this because I'm in this state of knowing why I champion mental health support so much. In the past few weeks, work's been a little bit hectic. It's led me to miss some sessions, and I really don't like doing that. And sometimes that's when the weight really starts to pile on. A lot of restless nights, a lot of fatigue, a lot of I can't sleep even though I'm so tired, and sometimes it's a very deep-seated sense of gloom. Meditating and sometimes journaling are my daily go-tos, but sometimes they just don't cut it when I'm trying to pinpoint why I'm down. And really, especially... Especially after a session like today, therapy just really helps clear the fog. Discussing the feelings is a critical step for me, especially as someone who's diagnosed with ADHD, type two bipolar and PTSD. It's truly a cornerstone of my well-being. And I'm not alone in this. Many of us here at Real Rejects are in therapy, facing our own challenges from depression to anxiety, or just needing a non-judgmental space to voice our thoughts. This year I've been working on most days of the week to keep my physical health strong. And I really do champion therapy as a way to strengthen my mental resilience. And for many, BetterHelp is integral to that process. There's real value in BetterHelp's accessible adaptable service. They match you with a licensed therapist and provide the option to switch if necessary, ensuring the right fit for your mental health journey. As this year winds down and we confront life's complexities, do consider BetterHelp as a resource. Really happy to be partnered with them this month, so you can go to betterhelp.com slash realrejects for 10% off your first month. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash realrejects. So join us in moving forward stronger together. Thank you again. Uh, And then- Yeah. Yeah, and then-
1: Beyond. Because, because, I'm,
0: because I think the thing is, like, I'm sure there's a lot in here that actually was practical. Sure. And I'm sure there was a lot in, like, I'm sure they built a lot of cool sets and stuff that when you watch it behind the scenes. And I think some of that appreciation for it, uh, or the, again, I keep coming back to the word connection, or the connection to those elements uh, gets lost in other things that are not real so you yeah. know, you know I, it's like that I, thing
1: where like five nights at freddy's they're like we built all these except you can't quite tell because there's a whole lot of other cgi <laughs> that makes it all just kind of like cgi yeah. and so yeah you have you have that quality and i don't know exactly what would bridge the gap there because like again like this is a movie filled with things filled with good work and and filled with things that do work for what they are intending to do it just yeah it's like there's just an excess layer of magic on top of that that feels like it could have been a little better served by something like this and I mean I feel like it's conscientious for the most part in terms of what they decided to do with the story and how they build this ensemble and how they borrow things from the original story and for uh from other sort of Raw Dahl-esque works uh you know to to amalgamate all of this but at the same time yeah it's like I don't really feel like for a movie, it's the tricky thing is, like, you don't want to give too much of a backstory to your character, such as this, because obviously they need to maintain some level of mystique or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like we could have gotten, I don't know, maybe like a little more personal with Willie in some way, shape, or form. I liked all the stuff with his mom. Um, but, you know, like, once we're moving, there's so many parts and stuff like that. There's just so much happening. And I think about. Like I liked again I liked the experience of watching this quite a bit but I would still probably in the Paul King catalog rank it below the other two Paddington's because again while he is kind of the perfect director as based off of those as business cards those movies I think do clinch a little bit more of that magic and a little bit more of that heart swell uh that you want maybe from something like this because this has all like the the mad and the fun of seeing this wide cast there are a whole bunch of great comedic mm-hmm. actors and dramatic actors you know playing big characters on display and so like yeah i can't fault this movie for effort whatsoever but it is yeah it, it is just like that little extra true sense of wildness and true sense of we brought magic to life
0: yeah and uh, I, th- I think they shied away from the depth of Willy Wonka uh, the, as the character.
1: Sure. And like, there's a lot of latter uh, latitude to play with there because he is kind of like the doctor in a way he is like, you know, he can be mercurial. He can be very whimsical and dreamy. And then he can be, you know, twisted, <laughs> send kids off to their death. Well, I think
0: they were constantly uh, on the verge of really going more to the death And that, that usually, I mean, can come in the form of how uh, I'm not talking like uh you know, see more of his backstory. It's more watching how he reacts to certain scenes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Seeing his character come out through him feigning rage towards Charlie in the first movie, (laughs) you know, is, or there's also like a bit of a a mind game while he's like joyful. There's also like a sadness to him. You know what I mean? Like he's multi, he feels like multifaceted. Yeah. Yeah. And here I felt like Timothy Chalamet was a little more, and maybe that's the writing and the direction, was a little more focused on, you know, the the, the quirkiness with, you know, uh, being a little sad about some stuff. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> you know. But again, it's like none of but, those flavors
1: it, go as vivid as they could.
0: Yeah, so that's what I mean by how I think they played it a little more safe. Yeah. Because they had more to gamble with here. It's like, the times we live in now how they make movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, now this is a blockbuster <laughs> yeah. property. Yeah, that we got a franchise. You know, <laughs> there's, yeah, totally there's, there's 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 elements there that I'm also aware of that. I'm like, do I really fault the movie? Or is there some at the end of the day, it is a Warner Brothers. Or maybe there's this a studio shit yeah, that, yeah. that I don't know about. Uh, or maybe this is the, the picture that, the, that they wanted to tell uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, either way, you know, at the end of the day, they wanted to just make uh, an a, a acceptable family film. Yeah, sure, <laughs> everyone sure. could go enjoy and hear some tunes, and and appreciate the candy while it's on display. Uh, but uh, for for my tastes, uh, yeah, no, I I'm very much like I enjoyed it, uh, but I probably don't really care to revisit it at the same time. Uh, anytime soon, at least <laughs> and I probably imagine I'm not really going to think about this movie, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So that's again, that's just my opinion. Uh, but I, I like I overall I'm like liked it, but moving on to a different person. Sure. I feel
1: weird because it's like it, for me, I'm like, I like this more than I thought I would. I don't love it, though. It's the same thing. It's like yeah. I would be happy to watch this again. And it's like a movie that I would be like, oh, hey, like take this home to the family or something like that Uh, because again there were ways in which it surprised me with how much it pulled me in or made me enjoy it but yeah like it's still kind of burdened with having to play as widely as it has to play and be the kind of caliber filmmaking movie that it has to be and it panned out for them it did pan out for them and i mean like again this could have gone much worse the only thing that that i i think the oompa loompa bit was a little funny to me because like in the advertising i would thought that like hugh grant would be like a a very featured player but he's kind of got those two scenes or two or three scenes and he kind of exists as like a he, he's presented as i mean the oompa loompas are like the most whimsical part almost or or among the more whimsical parts and he's mostly like a plot mechanic
0: <laughs> plus you know a couple of fun little bits uh i could feel some of the course correction they wanted to do Sure. On Did the they? The problematic sides of the Oompa Loompas. You treat them right. You know, you can feel some of that. Yeah. Like, sure. no, he was a wanting to be here. Yeah, yeah. he was
1: exiled by his own people and, and then they went into business together. He didn't yeah. just kidnap them and bring them yeah. here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he didn't yeah. just
1: go rip He's them from their homeland. A really smart, capable guy. Yeah, he was just a good businessman and, and he probably attracted the other Oompa Loompas with opportunity. And if he kind of becomes with, Willy Wonka's best friend in the Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is completely unproblematic. But
0: Hugh Grant has that thing, you know, where I see him in interviews and he kind of seems like an asshole, but I see him in movies and he's that charm works on me. So does, does Even work. talking about working on this, it seemed like it was a real cantankerous experience for the guy, you know. But watching him here, uh, I think you... I, I actually weirdly... I enjoyed him. I, I, sure. It's, it's that Hugh Grant charm. I enjoyed him he's, quite a lot. He's yeah. playing Hugh Grant... As an Oompa loompa. God, i oh, watch it's ex- Paddington 2. It, is exactly that. Watch yeah. Paddington too. I mean, I haven't seen any of this Paddington movies. So uh I, I like him here and I think he's very fun. The, uh, but uh yeah, I got I got really no qualms with it, other than sometimes look fucking weird. But <laughs> sometimes <laughs> his mouth movements look yeah.
1: real, real funky. It could have looked way worse. But it could have looked way weird. worse. Yeah. All of this could have been a train wreck. And uh, and like everything is pretty good. It's like it could have been a noisy mess. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. everything is at least pretty good, and I feel like like even just Timothy Timothy Chalamet the lead is sort of like a good metaphor for everything because part of you is like, yeah, this really looks the part, and it's it's kind of getting there, and it's really throwing itself into this. I don't know if it's necessarily like really got the pipes, you know, for it, or is really like pulling the full range of all the colors, but. You know, pretty good, pretty solid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, I've I could, I've become much more aware, especially since Sweeney Todd and, and being in the camp when that came out, I was like, I like Johnny Depp's singing performance. And, like, here I feel like it's it's a bit less distracting, but it is also, too, like... I like that they threw down for song and dance and stuff like that, and I thought his vocal performance was solid, but it is that thing of, like, oh, okay, like, I could imagine what this would sound like with someone who can, like, really nail these songs.
0: Well the difference with Sweeney Todd is Sweeney Todd the character that demon barber <laughs> of Fleet Street <laughs> yes he has a lot of emotional depth so when he is seen he while not a, a singer that lives up to the theater he is able to still bring the emotion Yes. And that saves a lot of the song and experience, and hence why a lot of people were still singing the songs when Johnny yeah. Depp came out and did it. You said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because there's an emotion there, whereas, the especially the new songs here... They're not really written for emotional thrust. They're written for a sound. They're yeah. written for a soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? They're written for
1: the yeah. tone and flavor this scene needs right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: it's like double the musical numbers than like the original movie, too. Like yeah. It was, like, it was like, not. It's like, a, it's a full blown musical. It's yeah. A, you know, at a certain point, I was like, oh, it's like every other scene a musical, but then it stops. Uh, and, and then they start reserving that. But it was a point where I was like, I guess this is like a nonstop musical. Whereas the other one mm-hmm. is not that, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, and and, uh, and and so that's why I think, like, I weirdly feel like Timothy Chalamet might actually be a better singer than Johnny Depp. Yeah, but <laughs> the performance of the singing doesn't register as strong or make as much of an impact because the songs given to him don't require as much of that emotion to be in there yeah to carry as like a dialogue or a scene yeah you know
1: so it leaves that gap of like oh then an amazing voice could fill some of this in (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah. he's doing
0: like a fine it's one of those where i don't want to be like oh he sucked yeah he did a fine job that was fine especially for someone like me who's not as attuned to catching the ear and the notes yeah my ears i don't have i'm not a a, a good i can't sing and um so uh, when i hear this i'm like oh yeah for my ears He's carrying the tune. i like, sure. he's good. He's good. He's yeah. really good. But for someone who like really sings, I'm sure like fucking. Like, 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 I got to that point <laughs> in my life where I can hear. like, I can, For me, I'm like, no, oh, that's good to me. <laughs> but I can also imagine managed. there's theater people. People who actually really commit their time to singing were like, Oh, oh man, that, that could have been a lot better, you know. It's the power. Yeah. It's like he
1: can carry the tune. Like there's certainly auto tune employed. This didn't feel like one of the more auto like, you know, you listen to a lot of the Disney stuff now and it is heavily auto tuned which there's a whole other conversation that drives me nuts. This felt a bit more natural, and it certainly, yeah, it's like I appreciated that I could get the sense for his voice. And then it, mostly it's sure, just about yeah. like having a little bit of that extra power where it counts, you know, that extra flourish of vibrato or whatever it is. Yeah, get getting, Expressin, yeah. Expressivity. Expressionism. Yeah. Expresso? Expresso! Wonka chocolates.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be on the last point. This did not make, like, I was watching that other Wonka movie, and I was like, God damn, I need some, like, the whole time. Oh, like, that
1: opening credit scene alone where they're just showing, like, layers of chocolate being poured over, like, wafers and shit.
0: Yeah, but this one, I don't know, it make chocolate, like, kind of a turnoff.
1: Yeah, you watch Charlie in the, in the OG one bite into that Whipple Scrumptious, and you're like, oh, my God, I need one. Yeah. And then this one, you're like, I don't know, like,
0: they don't. Especially, there's a lot of like fake chocolate that looks gross. <laughs> I don't begrudge them to designs <laughs> like the designs. The chocolate rivers and shit look so gross here. Like <laughs> that's that's, that's like, always like it like looks gross.
1: You know. Sure, I, I don't begrudge them to the designs, but it is a funny motif to me throughout the movie where you do have these chocolates that just don't look like chocolates whatsoever. So, and then they're flying around and and all that shit.
0: So like. It's, uh, it's and also the people's response to the magic of the chocolates, I think actually weirdly takes away the magic. You need the juxtaposition. you need so, the scary you- side of the magic. <laughs> beyond the scary side, like when people are flying at first, it's just like, ooh, cool, yeah, you know. Uh, as opposed to like, what is this wonder of the world? And the cop busts in and he's like, oh, just a couple people flying around. And I'm like,
1: this is a place that has a daydreaming tax, which is a whimsical flourish that makes sense to me. And then them rushing in and being like, this is totally normal, is not a whimsical flourish that makes sense to me. And
0: that to me was kind of a telling point of the magic might not feel like magic. There needs to be contrast. You need to yeah, have, exactly. That's yeah. my point. You need you need the contrast. Yeah, you need to have some kind of like. They only it, especially it, when you go to the first sto- like the story. I imagine uh, uh, of the first Willy Wonkas. You know, like all they do is like buy chocolate and eat it. There's this like magical shit they're selling on the shelves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the
1: and and the stuff that is like sort of magical or sci-fi is like is grounded enough it's like the everlasting gobstopper that you can suck forever and it never goes away that's
0: fine it's a sci-fi thing but it's not literally flying <laughs> like a flying piece of chocolate <laughs> well i mean even without that movie even without the original story i i would st- i would still have the same like well sure. here's what works against the magic is the fact of the people are not re- it's like in a horror movie you know you need your main characters to be scared otherwise we're not going to be scared yeah same likewise here if the world is not responding to it like it's magic that they're witnessing for the first time then no one then we're not going to feel like i'm watching magic well and that's that's what also got me confused when they had the whole yeti tears thing and they like
1: spiked the batch of chocolates because i was like okay so are these just i mean i get that they exist on the planet in this universe but i'm like i thought kind of the whole allure of willy wonka was that he brings with him these sort of magical whimsical flourishes not the just anybody has Yeti tears around that they can spite. Like, (laughs) why don't you all have crazy sci-fi chocolates? (laughs) Why are the rest of your chocolates just normal chocolates, (laughs) you know, that don't have magic properties? Yeah. So yeah, to have like some kind of panic or whatever, like that whole scene is treated like a joke and it's a callback because they're doing the whole thing of like, Oh, instead of burp, you got to fart to get down. And, and, and all that kind of gets smeared in just like, uh, oh, you know, it's, it's a fun, wacky thing where all it right. should be like, these three guys, you could add that motivation to the three chocolatiers of the chocolate cartel by having them be a little bit like, what is this, you know, alchemy that this guy, yeah. not only is he threatening our business, but also like, what was this we just,
0: you know, witnessed and, and were, you know, literally affected by? I don't know, but guys, what did you guys think? I give it a six point nine out
1: of ten oh, okay sure i'll give it like a 7.3 yeah. it's weird i feel like intellectually we feel the same way and and maybe i don't know i
0: well, was, the more we talked about it though it went down okay i was more like a seven and a half then we talked about it and i was like that's a little lower for
1: me sure 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 that's a six. That was like like a 99,000% like score. Seven, somewhere between <laughs> seven and a seven and a <laughs> seven and <laughs> half.
0: Yeah, this is... we're an unpopular opinion, even though we we, tech- we liked it. We, we, we fell did. squarely we did. in the middle of the we two, didn't. two We didn't like it enough. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we don't accept yeah. this as
1: the new definitive Wonka yeah. enough. We're just being
0: contrarians on <laughs> yeah. purpose. Yeah. That's right. contrary Because we love dealing with that. Yes. And then being characterized as people who only ever think that particular way. Uh, Yeah, we love it. We love it so much. Um, Anyway, leave your thoughts down below on Wonka. Uh, Subscribe, click that bell, and let's patron of the day shout out this bad boy. Adelia Chamberlain. Adelia. We are going to change the lyrics of Delia's Gone. Oh, no. To, and I don't actually know what this is about. Oh, good. I've definitely heard the song before. It's by Johnny Cash. Yes. <laughs> and we're gonna discover together, but instead of Adelia, went into Adelia. Adelia. See what we did? Here we go. Okay. Adelia. Oh Adelia. Adelia, all my life. If I hadn't shot (laughs) for Adelia, I'd have had her for my wife. Oh, no. Adelia is gone. One more round, Adelia is gone. He's shot more than once. I went up to Memphis or Nebraska, wherever you're from. (laughs) And I met Adelia there, found her in her parlor. And tied her to her chair Excellent Adelia is gone this for real. One more round <laughs> Adelia is gone What is happening in this song?
1: How, she, how many times did he shoot her?
0: She was low down and <laughs> trifling And she was cold and mean <laughs> Kind of evil Make me want to grab my submachine What? Adelia is gone He's going to hit One you with the chopper round. Adelia Run Adelia is gone <laughs> First time what? I shot her, <laughs> I shot her in the side. What is this? Hard to watch her suffer, but with the second shot, she died. It's about your evil twin. Adelia's gone. Oh. One more round. Pour Adelia's one gone. Pour one out. But jailer, old oh jailer, <laughs> jailer, I can't sleep. You get your comeuppance now. Because all around my bedside, I heard the patter of Adelia's feet. Haunting him in the afterlife. Adelia's gone. One more round. Adelia's gone. Oh, she's throwing back. So if your woman's devilish, <laughs> you can let her run. Or you can bring her down and do <laughs> Yes, Johnny. Go, Johnny. Go, go, Johnny. Adelia is gone. One more round. Adelia is gone. Adelia is gone. One more round. Adelia is gone. Now at your funeral, I'm going to sing that in honor of you, and confuse the hell out of your entire family. I've never heard this song before. And, uh, I think this is perfect. I always thought it was about a horse until I read the lyrics. It could be. Thought Maybe it's just like horse. a bad horse.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a oh, devilish, that is the devilish
0: brood mare or something
1: like that. But you know, clearly this was inspired by like the the opposite traits of you.
0: Anyway, I hope you're doing well, Adelia, and I hope you recover from all the gunshot. Yes, <laughs> we love you. Stay safe
1: out there. <laughs>